Welcome to our class on Chassidus. We're going to be learning a beautiful Chassidic discourse in the Rebbe. The name of the Chassidic discourse is called the Eila Shmois. The Rebbe said this Chassidic discourse in Shabbos Parsha Shmois, that year was the 23rd day of the month of Tevez, which also was the Shabbos that blessed the month of Shvat in the year Tavshin Membav 37 years ago. So again, the Chassidic discourse is based on the opening verse in this week's Torah portion where it says, the Eile Shmois B'nai Yisrael. These are the names of the Jewish people, Haboyi Mitzrayim, that were coming into Egypt. Ace, Yaakov, Ishu, Vesei, Bo. Yaakov and all his, his, his family came down to the land of Egypt. Shreva said it's known the questions that are asked in the different Hasidic discourses of the Chabad Rebbeim. So for example, in Torah Ur and the Parsha, and also in the other Hasidic discourses, the short Hasidic discourses, and the ones more at length, and all the commentaries, etc. And the question they asked is, why is this idea repeated twice in the Torah? Because we know, for example, already before in Parsha's Yigash, it speaks about Yaakov going down to the land of Egypt. So now it's repeated. So why is it repeated? Obviously, if it's repeated, there's a reason why it's repeated, and the question is, why is it repeated? That's question number one. Also, if you give a look in Parshas Vayigash, and you give a look in the language, in this week's Torah portion, it's different. In other words, in Parshas Vayigash, it says, the Jewish people, B'nai Yisrael, and then it says, Yaakov Uvanov, Yaakov and his children together. And over here it says, Ace Yaakov, and then later on it lists the children. And the fact is that Yaakov is, is Yisrael. Yaakov is, is Israel. It's the same thing. So ha, ha, um, so why is, why, why is it called B'nai Yisrael as the sons of Israel if Yaakov is part of, part of, part of Yisrael? That's who he is. So it's brought down, it says, it's explained uh, that this that the Torah speaks about, the Jewish people going down, down to the land of Egypt twice, because the fact is, you know, once it's listed in Vayigash, once in this week's Torah portion Shmois, because it was actually, they went down twice. What does it mean they went down twice? You can only go into Egypt once. Because, it, so the Rebbe brings the verse where it says in, 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 in uh, Parshish Vayigash, what does it say over there? It says, Yoroi Yeradnu. Down we went. And he used the expression of twice down. So in other words, it wasn't, Technically, you went down to Egypt once, but the the downgrade was a double downgrade, and the same thing also since the when they went into exile was a double gra- downgrade. Yore Yiradnu. So the same thing also when it came to redemption, it says Vanoichi Al Chagam Aloi. I'm going to take you up, and it says a double expression of going up. In other words, just like this double downgrade into exile, so it's going to be a double 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 redemption. Two, two redemptions, one obviously higher than the other. So it was again two downgrades, and if you have two upgrades. In other words, what's the two, what's the two upgrades? What's the two redemptions? So generally speaking, generally speaking, the, the, the two upgrades, the two redemptions is referring A, the redemption from going out of Egypt, and the second one is the redemption that's going to be in the future when Mashiach comes. And as we know that there is a connection between the redemption that we went out of Egypt and the future redemption, like the, like it says clearly, Kimate Seischa, like the days of going out of Egypt, Arenu, I will show you the flies in the future. So you see the Torah connects the two. So you have a double downgrade into Egypt, a double gullus. You have a double upgrade, which is basically going out of Egypt in a future redemption, and they're both really they're, they're connected one with the other, and that's why it says a double a double a double expression of going out. Now, 
The Rebbe says, obviously, you have to say that the the, the first, the the second um, upgrade of going out of of, of Gullahs, which is hinted in this verse, is referring to the future redemption. And especially, like, it's brought down the Zoya. The Zoya says, the Zohar says, that Arenu Neflois, when the Torah says, Ki made Seisch, like going out of Egypt, Arenu, I'll show you wonders in the future. In other words, it's going to be wonders, it's going to be a wonder, even in, in reference to the tremendous wonders that took place when the Jewish people went out of Egypt, Arenu, I'm going to show you Neflois, even on the level of Egypt, it's going to be a, it's still going to be a wonder. So not only is the fact that we're going to be going out of Gullus going to be a wonder, but just like when we went out of Egypt, God brought all the plagues and all the miracles. The, the miracles are going to happen when we go out of this Gullus. It's going to be even much greater than when we went out of, when we went out of Egypt. Now, so since we're dealing with tremendous um, revelation, tremendous going out of Gullus, and in a powerful, wondrous way, so obviously this is... Because even though since we went out of Egypt until the Mashiach comes, we had different exiles that we had that we were redeemed from. But it, it, you can't compare the the redemption compared to the one going out of Egypt. And when we say a run in the flies, it's not referring to the the redemption from exiles, whether it was from exile into Babel or the other different exiles that we had. Because the fact is, you didn't have those wonders like you went out of Egypt. And how much more so, um, you know, that to say that it's a wonder, you can't even compare it to going out of Egypt. So therefore, when we're talking about the redemption, we're talking about the redemption from this exile, the, the exile that we're in now, and which Rebbe says this is the hardest and the strongest exile, and we will, God willing, be redeemed from this exile as well. And Rebbe explains as follows, and he says as this, the truth is, every single exile that we experienced after we were redeemed from Egypt, up until the ultimate redemption was going to be when Mashiach comes, it's considered all part of one exile. There's different levels, but it's all part of one exile. Up to the point that this exile that we're in now, this is the hardest exile. So the Bible is like this. We, were, we went down to exile, Yoroi. The first Yoroi was referring to, we went down to exile in Egypt, a double exile. We went out of the first one of Egypt, and since then we had many, many exiles, one worse than the next. This is the worst. And the ultimate redemption is going to come, out, going to come from, from this exile. Now, just like when we were in exile in the land of Egypt, when, when did the, the main hard part of the exile start? It didn't start right away when we went into the land of Egypt. It started actually the, towards the end of the exile in Egypt. And like the Medrash says clearly, the reason why... Miriam is called Miriam. She's called Miriam because Miriam comes from the word of bitterness. The bitterness of what? The bitterness of exile. The hardships of, 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 of exile, which started when? It started when? When Miriam was born. So was, the Jewish people went to exile much before Miriam was born. When did the bitterness, the hardest part of the exile start? Only when Miriam is born. Now the fact is like this. Miriam was born. When was she born? much after the Jewish people went into exile. And like we see clearly what's brought down in, in, in Chazal, it says that Yochebed, who was Miriam's mother, when was Yochebed born? She was born when the Jewish people like were leaving Israel, going into exile. That's when her mother was born. Now, how old was Miriam when Moshe Rabbeinu was born? So Miriam was six years old when Moshe Rabbeinu was born. Now, when Moshe Rabbeinu left Egypt, how old was Moshe Rabbeinu when Moshe, when we left, when Moshe Rabbeinu, when we left Egypt? Moshe Rabbeinu was 80 years old. 
So in other words, so <clears throat> the main part of exile started when when Miriam was born. Miriam again was was was, was six years old when Moshe Rabbeinu was born. Moshe Rabbeinu, when he left exile, when we left when he, when we left Mitzrayim, was eighty years old. So therefore, you have eighty years of Moshe Rabbeinu's life, six years of of Miriam's life. That's eighty six years. So the hard part of Gullus was the last eighty six years. How many years were we in exile? We were in exile for Redu, two hundred and ten years. So two hundred and ten. Minus 86, <clears throat> that's the amount of years that the hard part of exile was. So, um, uh, so, uh, 200, so it's a hundred, uh, uh, 210 minus 86 is 100, 124 years. So, the first 124 years was we were in Gullus, we were in exile. But the last 86, that's when the intensity of the Gullus took place. Now, so Jebus says like this just like when the first time he went into exile, which brought the ultimate redemption of Egypt, so the, the main hard part was the last part, the last 86 years. The same thing also, the last, the, the gullus that we're in, the hard part is, is the second part, the hardest part, which is going to bring the ultimate redemption, which is going to be the, the future redemption when Mashiach comes. And so different in this exile that we're in right now, there's also different levels of, of exile. And generally, it's referring to those four exiles that we're in. And as we know, for example, as brought down the Rebbe says, the exile, the Babylonian exile, is the level of the head of the exile, the starting. As, as the Rebbe quotes, unto Rachel the Habit, it's the beginning of the exile. The, the rest of the exiles refers to spiritually the different parts of the body. Up until the last exile, which is the, which is the complete, the, the last part of the body, and so, so you see that since the four exiles is the head, the body, the last part of the body, so you see it's one exile. Since Egypt, all the exiles is one exile. And that's why it says, two downgrades. And those one ground downgrade is the downgrade going into the land of Egypt. And the second downgrade is the, all the exiles together. And these two exiles, you no, know, it's going down to Egypt. So going down to Egypt caused the redemption from Egypt. And the second one, which is the global, all the four exiles, everything since the land of Egypt, and obviously the intense part, this part that we're in now, is going to bring to the ultimate Gula, Sida, the ultimate redemption, we're all going to go out of this Gullus. Now, and is going to explain as follows, and he says like this. What is the reason why God took us and put us into exile and made us work and we are persecuted and suffered in, in, in Eretz Yisrael. The reason is so that we should be refined and ready to be receiving the Torah from Hashem at Mount Sinai. And that's why the, the exile of Egypt is called in Hebrew Kur HaBarzel. It's the place that had to go ahead and transform us and refine us. Just like a refinery that refines the, the precious metals. So Egypt and Gullus refined us that we can receive the Torah. And to prepare us to receive the Torah. So that's the first Gullus. The first exile we're in was to refine us to receive the Torah at Mount Mar- Sinai. The same thing also, the last Gullus, this Gullus that we're in, the global Gullus, the last four Gullios, the last four exiles that we're in. The purpose is for the tremendous elevation which is going to come afterwards, so that we're going to be able to receive the Pneumius Torah, 
the chesidus, the Kabbalah, the secrets of the Torah, which that we're going to receive when we're going to receive that when Mashiach comes. Now, the Rebbe says, one second, what are we just saying? The first exile prepared us for receiving the Torah on Sinai. The second exile, the exile we're in, is prepared us to receive chesidus, but the fact is, Mountain Torah is only once. We got a whole Torah at Mount Sinai. So the Rebbe says, that's correct, but then what happened was, what Torah did we get? We got the revealed part of Torah. But the revelation of the concealed part of Torah, in Hebrew it's called Pneumius Torah, Chesidus, Kabbalah, that's going to happen when Mashiach comes in the future. Now, nevertheless, since the two downgrades and the two upgrades. Where is it written? It's all written in 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 the book in the in the book of Babrachus uh, at the end, where it speaks about going into into exile and the land of Egypt. So both of them are mentioned in relation Yore Yiradnu and and we're going to go up twice. Both of those expressions. Where is it speaking about? It speaks about when going when to land of Egypt. Now, why is that? If it's if it's if it's a different gullus and a different gula, why is it speaking about in reference to both of them? Why are they both talking about in reference to the land of Egypt? Because the fact is, Rebbe says, because this exile that we're in is included in the exile in the land of Egypt, and the same thing also the redemption that we're going to have when Mashiach comes is included in the redemption we had when we went out when we went out of Egypt. So, in other words, in in, in conceptually, the exile we have now started then. And the redemption we're going to have now is part of the redemption of, of in the past. What's now, we're living the revealed part of the exile, and, and when Mashiach comes, we're going to experience the revealed part of the redemption. So the same thing also that explains that's in reference to the Torah. In other words, yes, Torah God gave it once. And when God gave the Torah and Mount Sinai, He gave the revealed part of the Torah and the concealed part of the Torah. However, when is the revealed part of the of the concealed concealed part of the Torah? When is when is the concealed part of the Torah revealed? That's got when Mashiach comes. In other words, even though Moshe Rabbeinu it says Moshe Kibal Torah Mashiach, Moshe Rabbeinu received the Torah from Mount Sinai, but the fact is when Mashiach comes, he is going to teach everyone the reveal. The, he's going to reveal to everyone, teach everyone the previous Torah, the Chassidus, Kabbalah, and Moshe Rabbeinu as well. So now the Rebbe is going to explain this practically. What does it mean practically? And as we're talking about conceptual ideas, exile, there's the physical exile, there's the redemption, there's the receiving the Torah, different levels of the Torah. What does it mean practically, Golos, etc.? And this is a beautiful part of the Chassidic discourse. The Rebbe is like this. The general idea of going down into Golos, going down to exile on a spiritual level, on a practical level, in our personal lives, in Kabbalah, there's a powerful word called Bavoydas Adam. What does it mean to us practically in our service of Hashem? So the Rebbe says, what is real Golas is? What is a practical exile? The practical exile in a, in, a, in a practical, personal way is, is when we go down into the world, we get stuck in the world of thought. And the second exile, going down more into exile, is when we get stuck in the world of speech. So thought is one level of exile. And speech is another level of exile, and like we see practically in our in our in our soul, the fact is, our soul is connected to the infinite God. Our soul is infinite, but in order for our soul to express ourselves, we have the garments, which is thought and speech. But the fact is, the soul is infinite. Our thought that thinks all the thoughts of our soul, it's limited. In Hebrew, it's called Meitzar Magvulin. It's limited. It has limitations. Our thoughts are limited. 
So that's the first set of limiting that, 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 that limits our infinite connection to Hashem is our thoughts. Our thoughts, unfortunately, are limited. It doesn't allow us to think more than a finite level. What created more of a finite experience? That's our speech. It has more limits and more boundaries. So again, practically speaking, what's Golos? Because our nefesh, our souls connect to God. There's no, there's no limits. Our thought is the first limiting factor, and our speech is the second limiting factor. And this is what it means when it says Yoreg Yeratim. He went down twice in, in, in the land of Egypt. So first, it's referring to we got we got stuck in the limiting factor of our thoughts, and afterwards, the second limiting factor is our speech. And up to the point that we actually literally went down physically in the land of Egypt, which is called Ervas Aris, which is a place which is obviously not necessarily a holy place, and like it's brought down in the Hasidic discourses, that the first downgrade was in a way that it's so limiting, and and and, and in Kabbalah it's called in in the in, we in the world the concealed worlds. And the concealed world is connected to our thoughts because it's our, our thoughts are concealed. That's it's my secret, what I'm thinking. And the second one is we go down to the to the revealed worlds. What is the re- revealed world? That's that's our speech. In other words, this concealed world is connected to thought, and revealed worlds connect to speech. So the first two exiles, Rebbe explains practically, is when the soul gets limited by our thoughts, the concealed world. And the second one, the second downgrade is when we get limited by our speech, which is the revealed world. Now, so when you're in Gullus, you're limited by your thoughts, and when you're limited by your speech, you have to get out of Gullus. You have to get out of the limiting speech, the limited thoughts. So the two elevations that's going to take place from these two downgrades in our thought, in our speech, that's going out of the limiting part of our speech. That's the first uh, upgrade. You have to go out from the limiting part of your speech. And a higher freedom is when we go out of our limit, uh, limiting factors of our, our thoughts. And the Rebbe explains, this is the, this is the order of the, of the spiritual work. First, you leave the limiting factor of your speech. And in here, there's many levels. Why? Because the fact is, because speech is also in, in a category of action. Because it, it, in, in, I'll say it in Hebrew, because a speech is a ma'isazut that's considered an action. Like, for example, when you speak, you're literally moving your lips, you're moving your mouth. So the first thing is what you have to li- go away from the limiting part of our speech, which limits us. That's one type of redemption. We redeem from being limited by our speech. The second redemption is when we get elevated from our thoughts that we're not limited by our thoughts. And as we know, the thoughts are, as we said before, the concealed worlds. And as uh, how do, why is it concealed world? Because the fact is, when you share something spe- with your speech, and somebody knows, it's the revealed part. But nobody knows what's in your heart. Nobody knows what's in your thought. So what is the revel- what is the what is the redemption from our thought that your thought should be revealed? And that's what's going to be when Mashiach comes. Our thoughts, which are concealed, it's not going to limit us, and our thoughts will be able to be revealed. And Rebbe says the same thing applies when we're referring to names on a, on a, on a spiritual level. Because as we know, the, the novel idea of when we went out of Egypt, the redemption from going out of Egypt, what, what, did that, what did that create? When we went out of Egypt, what happened was, had we leave Egypt, because the revelation of Yudke Bavke, the, the God's infinite name, got revealed. And like to explain in many places in the altar with Chassidus and Terer, etc. But in Yud Kei there's many, many levels. 
So this level, the first level that happened when, when we went out of Egypt. So it's called, the, the, what was revealed, Yudke Vavke, the lower level of Yudke Vavke, which is connected to the revealed worlds, speech. However, Mashiach comes, we're going to have the revelation of Yudke Vavke, the Leila, the high level of Yudke Vavke, which is connected to what? To the concealed worlds. So what the Rebbe is saying is beautifully and practically, what is the first level of Gullahs? Um, the, the first levels we go in our thoughts which limit us the second level is unfortunately our speech going out of gullus on the first levels is not being restricted by our speech and going out of the second level is not being restricted by our thoughts and like Deborah connects it that the first that, 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 that going out of exile means that God is revealed so on the first level when we went out of Egypt it was the lower level of Yudke Vavke the revealed part of Hashem and when Mashiach comes we're going to be connected to what to Yudke Vavke the higher level of Yudke which is what the concealed worlds so based on this, Rebbe explains beautifully, that's why it says, the Eila Shmois. These are the names of the Jewish people that went down to Egypt and it says Yaakov. In other words, in the first time where it speaks about, you know, it could be said, it says twice. Once in Parshish Vayigash and once down Parshish Shmois. Because the first time in Parshish Vayigash, where it speaks about the Jewish people going down into Egypt, over there is referring to the first, the first downgrade. In other words, we went down from our neshama, just being connected to God, and we got stuck in our thought. And because we got stuck in our thought, that's why it says over there, if you give a look, it says, B'nai Yisrael, the Jewish people that went down to Egyp, so it says, Yaakov Uvanov, Yaakov and his children. In other words, Yaakov is included in part of, in part of, 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 of the Jewish people. Why? Because they're referring to it, one the 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 higher level of Yisrael Yisrael Saba, which is connected what with the idea of Machshava thought, and therefore Yaakov is on a lower level because he went down Machshava went down one level lower. However, in the second time, in this in in, in Pasha Shmois, so it doesn't say Yaakov Abanov. It says El Shmois Bnei Yisrael and says Yaakov, and then it lists his children. So Yaakov is not part of a. Part uh, connect, connected, uh, included together as one package with his children. Why? Because the second time we're talking about a deeper downgrade, a downgrade in the world of speech. And over there we're talking about what level of Yisrael, the Yisrael Zutta, the lower level of Yisrael. And therefore Yaakov is not on the same level with the children. So again, so you see clearly why it says it twice. One is the first downgrade of Machshava and the second downgrade of Deber. And also you see why it's listed differently within Parshish Vayigash. It says Yaakov and Bonham because it's the first downgrade. And the second one already, Yaakov, is not listed together as Bonham because it's, it's the lower ground downgrade. Now, but the Rebbe says, but specifically, through this downgrade, and it was the first downgrade into Machshava and the second downgrade to Dibur, to, uh, to Dib, to Dibur in speech, we come to the tremendous ele- elevation, the second elevation, which is going to be when Mashiach comes. We're going to reveal the Yisrael Saba, which is connected to what? To the, to, to the, um, to the concealed worlds. And that's why it says, when reference to going at, when, 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 when reference to the future redemption, it says, Arenu, Hashem is going to show us neflois, wonders. Not only wonders, but wonders in, that hail in comparison to the wonders when we got out of Egypt. Why? Because we're going to have the revelation of Pneumius, the internal part of Attic. So we know in the sphere, the highest sphere is Kesser. In Kesser, you have two parts. The top part is Attic, the lower part is Arach. So we're going to have the revelation of the higher part of Kesser, which is Attic, and Pneumius Attic. And like the verse says clearly, that Hashem, the honor and glory of Hashem is going to be revealed. We're going to have the revelation of Yudke Bavke. And the Yudke Bavke, not the lower Yudke Bavke. We're going to have the Yudke Bavke de Leila, because when we went out of Egypt, it was the lower level of Yudke Bavke. 
and the Yud Kevavke is the unique name of Hashem. The shame, it's the, the, the explicit name of Hashem, the essential name of Hashem. And the Yud Kei Vav Kei is totally going to be revealed when Mashiach comes. And like the Prophet says, there's not going to be any more covering, any more shadow, it's going to be t- full revelation. Like the Rebbe said, it's brought down in Tanya. The author writes in Tanya that when God gave the Torah, <coughs> we experienced then already. A, like a, 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 some kind of taste of what it's going to be like when Mashiach comes in the future. Now, why is that? Because the fact is, why did Hashem totally save it for the future? Because the fact is, Matan Torah was only once, and everything was was came down then, even what's going to be in the future. But then it was in a concealed state. But <clears throat> you know, was, and even even the the Kabbalah mysticism, the 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 story, uh, the the Maisimar cover, everything was 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 in Matan Torah, but it was in a concealed con, con, concealed level. But and also we experience it only for a short while. However, when Mashiach comes, that's going to be the new world. That's going to be the new reality, and it's going to be in a, in a consistent way, in a steady way. We're going to have the redemption. Where after that redemption, Mashiach comes, there's not going to be any more con- concealment. Now, how does all that happen? We're going to have this tremendous de- redemption or revelation when Mashiach comes. We're going to have Yud Kevav Kedleila. We're going to have total revelation of previous Torah. That happens like the altar writes in, ta- in Tanya through our actions and our work in the time of Golas. When we learn and we study Torah and we and we pray and we do mitzvahs, we create the ultimate future. What's going to happen when Mashiach comes? And Rabbi says he liked the connection, connect us. What it says in Parshas Ve'era, which you read on Parshas in, in, in Shabbos Shmois in the afternoon from Minka, you already start reading Parshas Ve'era, and we know the Rebbe says that there's a powerful Chassidic discourse in the Alter Rebbe on, on Parshas Ve'era, which is printed in Torah in the uh, printing of Lemberg, and he speaks of there about the whole idea of tshuva, returning to Hashem, and the Rebbe says it's known the story based on what is known that whatever the Alter Rebbe was teaching. And the ever the altar was was preoccupied with it wasn't just he he was teaching it externally, but that's where his soul was holding. So therefore, when he said the Hasidic discourse of Aero, which spoke about the idea of tshuva returning to Hashem, there was tremendous awe when he was saying it because he was living it. The altar lived what he taught, and all we all know the famous story. He would pray, he would roll around the room, etc. But when he's teaching about tshuva, the awe was felt. In other words, the situation of his soul, of the Alter Rebbe, not only did he have it, but he, it affected anyone who was around. So all the Chassidim felt it as well. It was a, in the expression of a user, it was a matz of Oyem V'noira, it was awesome, it was amazing. Literally everyone felt that you urge to return to Hashem. So you see from here that the era is connected to the idea of tshuva, returning to Hashem. Up to the highest level of tshuva, as we know that the the, the this concept Yisrael when you're going through a tough time and a dark time and a challenging time, and then you return to Hashem, the light is much stronger, much greater. Up to the point, as we know, that when someone does tshuva, you can take something which is a zadoin, which is something you intentionally did wrong, and you can turn it to something positive. Now the fact is, the powerful idea of tshuva is a novel idea that Mashiach is totally going to reveal in the future 
on when when, when in, the, in the second in the second redemption when Mashiach comes, Chuva is going to be off the charts. And as we know, the Rebbe says a difference between Moshe Rabbeinu, the one that took us out of the first Golos of Mitzrayim, and Mashiach, who's the ultimate redeemer. So Moshe Rabbeinu was the first redeemer, and Mashiach is the ultimate redeemer, the last redeemer, because Moshe Rabbeinu was in the level of tzaddik. Moshe Rabbeinu was in the level of purity, and that's why. Since Moshe was in the level of a tzaddik, when did the redemption take place in Moshe Rabbeinu? It took place in the, in the month of Nisan. Because month of Nisan is the avoid of a tzaddik, of a righteous person. <coughs> However, Mashiach is all about tshuva, it's all about returning to Hashem. And like it says clearly, that Mashiach is going to come to even inspire tzaddikim to do tshuva. So, Mashiach is going to inspire us to all to do tshuva, every one of us, but tzaddikim as well. Shabbat finish off and he says, it should be the will of Hashem. That when we do our spiritual work on all these levels, going out of our internal gullus, from speech and from thought, and returning to Hashem, and especially do, doing the work of tshuva, returning to Hashem. And if you know, Nebuchadnezzar says, tshuva is unique, because tshuva has the power, and I'll say it in Hebrew, I'll translate it, in one second, in one moment, the Nebuchadnezzar has in one day, in one second you can turn to Hashem, especially in the, in the, we're living now in the Ikhvist the Mashiach, in the time right before Mashiach is coming, which is the end of exile, of this, this last exile. We're going to come very, very soon. And the finish says it again, In one moment, one instant, one, 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 one turn, we're going to come to the, to the true redemption. The complete redemption through Mashiach to Kano. So again, here you have another beautiful, beautiful discourse about, um, <clears throat> obviously there's many, 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 many powerful ideas here. But I think the practical part is that we have the power, A, to realize what real Golos is practically, our speech and our thought, but we have the power to release ourselves from our, the exile of our speech, exile of our thought, and connect to our neshama, and do true and to return to Hashem, and let's and, and this way we will all merit to the ultimate redemption, the complete redemption, and God willing, next class will be in Yerushalayim, Ir HaKodesh. Have a great and blessed week. Shavua Tov.